Welcome to the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to be educated, enlightened, and empowered for success in their business pursuits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Darren Dallimore. I am glad to be here with you today and glad that you have joined me. Also joining me today is the other host of this amazing podcast, Danielle Parker. Hello, Danielle. Hey, Darren. Good to be here, as always. Oh, yes. So exciting. It's been a while, Danielle, that you and since you and I have been together on the show, which must mean something very exciting is going to happen, right? Exactly. And, you know, of course, when we always get together, laughs do ensue. So that's yeah, the funnest part yeah. of it, guys. <laughs> so, you know, if we're not making you laugh, well, at least we're laughing. Yeah, we're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun. Well, before we dive into all the awesomeness that we are going to be discussing today, because that's always what we talk about is awesomeness. I just want to remind everyone, please go out and rate and review the podcast. It does help us out. It helps us to know if we're doing good or frankly, if we're just not doing good. The so, feedback is good. Yeah, you know, I, I'm sure everybody's going to say I'm doing great. Yeah, and I'm just bombing it. I'm pretty it's sure. That's, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I accept it. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah, and then the other thing, too, is make sure to check out our social media pages. Just go to Procenic on both Facebook and Instagram, and that is P-R-O-C-E-N-A-C. Good Procenic. Job. Darren passed the spelling test. I can't spell. I'm an accountant. I don't need to. I can't even do math. <laughs> I can't either. I, I, if I have a 10 key, I can. Right? Or yeah. Excel. Yeah, Excel absolutely. Great at math. Yeah. yeah. But we're not talking about that today, our inability to not be able to do math without said devices. We are talking about something, well, it is math. It is math. Yes. We are going to be talking about a topic that maybe is something that people don't think about often, but it's something that they need to. We're going to talk about this idea of ROI, which basically stands for return on investment. We'll get into what that means here in a minute. I think what's kind of spawning this conversation or why we're talking about it, Danielle, is too often we see clients that want to spend money, frankly, just to spend it. Money's there burning a hole in their pocket. It's like, get it out. Let's spend it, which I guess that's okay, but probably not the best way to go about things. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, near and dear to your heart, Darren, right, is the idea of just spending money so they don't have to pay taxes, Ooh, right? Oh, don't even get We're not going to go started down that oh, rabbit hole, but I thought you, I'd highlight that If you want to go down that rabbit hole with me together, we can hold hands. There's a podcast episode out there called Don't Let the Tax Tail Wag the Dog. We will, I get into all of that and how just so exciting that is to see people do that because it's frankly a waste of money. So, but anyways, that aside, and I'm off my soapbox now, back back on level ground. Cool. Daniel got me got me excited here a little bit. Whoa, got me fired up. So ROI, let's talk about it here. First of all, I guess, like I said, return on investment. What does that what does that mean? What are we trying to get at, Daniel, as we talk about this? Maybe we need to actually go into the what is the formula or how do we calculate this? Yeah, we'll get into the formula, Darren. But I think, yeah, to start with, it's probably important to understand that. For every dollar we spend, what are we going to get back out of that dollar? And ideally, we want it to be 
above and beyond what we spent, right? Certainly. Which would equal a positive, what we'll call a positive ROI. Right. Um, and there's different types of ROI. It's not all just money, right? Yeah. No, you're very, yeah. It, everybody focuses on the dollar. There's definitely others. We'll, we can talk about those here too. Um, but I, you're right. It's this idea, spend money, let's get something out of it. And sometimes that's easy to figure out. Other times, not so easy. Right. Maybe let's start with the easy side of it. Let's go through ROI. Like, how would somebody calculate that? What is kind of the way to do that? Okay. Yeah, that's a good place to start. And probably the most known um, way of actually looking at ROI, especially like from a bank's perspective. Like yeah. We're going to get that on that side a lot. So, um, the, I can say, I don't know that there's an easy way, but it is definitely a formula. So it's just understanding the formula and how to calculate that. So let's just use an example. Maybe that's the easiest way to look okay. at it. I like examples. So let's say for all of my um, brick and mortar service providers that have equipment that they use to provide services to their clients, customers, what have you. I'm going to use in this example, um, a piece of equipment that you can often find in modern spas. Because yeah, everybody to likes those. to be pampered. Yeah, right when here. I go in and say I'm ready to be pampered, they're like, mm, no. Secretly, he gets a facial every month. Shh. <laughs> All right, back to the topic. <laughs> um, so, um, well, let's say we go in and we go to our favorite spa and they have this new piece of equipment that they purchased. This radio frequency machine. That sounds super sophisticated, right? I don't even want to know what this does. It's a fancy way of saying giving me a high-priced facial. Oh, there we there go. We, okay. <laughs> and this, okay, so our spa, they spent $150,000 on this piece of equipment. Not cheap. Not cheap. Okay. Okay, that's probably on the cheaper side of this equipment, but... And they got a loan for the equipment. And let's say that their loan payment is $2,500 a month. Okay. Okay. So they're going to spend $2,500 a month on this piece of equipment. Now they got to figure out how many people can I service with this piece of equipment and what would be the demand. Right? Okay. So let's say that they figure they can bring in 15 clients a month for this particular service. That's what they think the demand in their area is for. And the average price for this service is $500. Wow. So yeah, I, not cheap no. on that side either, wow. right? Okay. So definitely an upper end service. So so at 15 um, people, client, people yeah. that come in the door and spend $500 with them for that service, they're gonna spend, they're gonna receive in revenue $7,500 a month. Gotcha, okay. okay? Simple math there, the 15 times the 500 equals $7,500. You didn't even need your Excel schedule for that. I didn't, that's because I wrote it down first. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, I think I can do that math, but you know, yeah. we have to be safe, right? Yes. Okay, and so they're spending $2,500 a month on the equipment, and they're probably going to pay some labor yeah. for actually providing that service. But let's leave the labor out for this calculation and just keep it super simple to understand. So... They so they take the seventy five hundred dollars they got in the door, minus the twenty five hundred dollars they're paying for the equipment, leaves them five thousand dollars in gotcha. profit. Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're gonna take that five thousand dollars and we're gonna divide it by the seventy five hundred dollars that we got in the door. Gotcha. And we're gonna okay. get a ratio. 
Gotcha. And then we're going to times that by 100 because we want a percentage, not a ratio, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so in this particular case, this is a 66% ROI, which is a very good ROI. That is excellent. That is an excellent ROI. Yes. Normally, it's not that high, so no. that becomes a no-brainer yeah. <laughs> um, on an ROI. And that's a really simple, I mean, very common way to look at it um, and a very good example. Now, not always is it going to be that high. And, but really what we're looking for is a positive ROI that is positive enough that it makes sense to extend the effort and the money to actually make the purchase and offer the new service. Gotcha. So, a lot of math. A, a lot of math. You, so my head's got steam coming up. We're going to make this years. simple for you. Yeah. We're going to put the formula in the show notes to make it super easy for you. There you go. Okay. <laughs> show notes. Check it out. So Basically, the idea being is this, the application I see here is if you're looking to invest in something and you want to understand maybe, one, what is my return on investment? Or I guess the other thing, too, is what do I need in clients to be able to generate the return on investment that I'm looking for? Exactly. Um, And, you know, again, you've got to be realistic, I guess, in your approaches and stuff. You don't want to just be saying, oh, oh, yeah, I can break 3,000 new clients in by doing this. Sure. Right. Yeah. Well, everybody loves to do that. But you're suggesting that using this formula, you could even do this even before maybe um, you actually purchase the equipment, get all the information and kind of sit down and rough it out and say, this is what I think we can get out of it realistically. That's that's an acceptable yeah. ROI. And I know a lot of companies, um, the big companies, when they make uh, equipment purchase decisions or, or other decisions to spend their money. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. They have teams go out and do all this analysis and they come back and present it on different projects saying, here's the ROI that we're going to get out of this, or at least what we think we feel we can get the ranges based upon kind of a, well, if everything doesn't work out, great, it's this to a medium to a high kind of scenario. Exactly. And they present it to the decision makers and the decision makers, if it doesn't hit their level of ROI that they're looking for, project scrap. They don't even touch it. Exactly. Because they're saying that if we can if we can take this money and go put it in a bank or invest it very safely at this percentage of return, and you're telling us we're barely going to get above that in a percentage, we're not touching it. We want, they want a higher percentage right. of return. And so that, that's a great way that's to be good. able to do it. Yeah. And, and, you know, another thought is, is like, I, I gave 15 um, people, customers that came in and used this service. That might be kind of like an average over time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be realistic in the beginning, like, okay, how many do I need just to cover the cost Right. as I build up the demand yeah. for that particular service or the awareness? So keeping those kind of things in mind as well, it definitely helps make those decisions. Yeah. So, I mean, it, again, it goes back to this idea of as you look at things, as you're looking for stuff for your business, try to get out of your head this idea. Well, I've got the money. I can spend it. I, I want this or I, I, I really want to be able to do this. Well, sit down, rough it out, take some time, calculate out the numbers, be realistic about your approach. Maybe do what we just talked about here just a minute ago, kind of a, a low end, like, oh, God, what, do, what is the minimum I have to do to cover cost? And then what is a reasonable and then a maybe, oh, man, this thing just takes off kind of thing. Where am I at? And if that is acceptable to you and to what you feel that you, you want your money to be generating, then go for it. And I guess, Danielle, that brings up a point. What is, 
I mean, ROI, is there a standard out there that people should be looking for, or is it kind of just dependent on your industry or what you're doing? So I would say, of course, you with the great consultant mindset, it depends. Yes. <laughs> and it does. I mean, you brought up some of the points, Darren, right? It's going to be dependent on your industry. What's the norm? But not only that, I mean, I wouldn't judge what's the norm for your industry. I would go, I mean, I know what that is, but then I would go to more of what is it? your goal? What is it that you're looking to get out of this and your end game and your just your overall business goals and how your business is going to serve you as the owner? Those definitely need to play a big role in how you look at ROI. Yeah. Because um, depending on the goals of the business owners and where they're wanting to end up with their business is going to be a big um, deciding factor on what they expect back from an ROI. Okay. And I think it's a safe thing to say is, you know, as you take on more risks, it's that simple risk reward kind of thing. The more risk you take on, you should be expecting a horror, a higher horror, a horror, a horror, you know, that's a new word I just come up with a horror ROI, a higher ROI than the, the risk that you would accept by putting your money in a bank account. And, you know, I know some people they'll take, for instance, their, hey, I can, an average return in the stock market or the bond market is X, Y, Z percentage, anywhere from like three to 9%, probably real rate of return after inflation. Well, maybe not now, maybe it's zero because inflation's awesome. Um, but, the, you know, they use that as kind of the baseline saying, if I'm not at least getting that, it's not worth it to me. I got to be above that to get the return, um, you know, to, to spend the money. Okay. Now that we've gone through that example, now that we've done that, I want to talk about just maybe a few other things, Danielle, about some expenses and different things. First of all, on these facials, does your face just glow? 500 bucks. My face better be like rocking. Like it better be better than this. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I would, it doesn't glow in the way of form of like, you know, radiation glow. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We won't go there, but yeah, over time, apparently they're worth the money. And I, so I hear. So you hear. So I hear. Okay. I have I, not actually experienced. Yeah, it. neither have I. Not a radio Clearly, if you, were, if you see this in the video format, you'll see that I've never had one of those. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about, not my face anymore. Let's talk about some other things. So there's some other expenses. Um that are a little harder to maybe determine ROI. And I'm thinking of stuff like rent, insurance, you know, office supplies. I mean, things like that. There's, and there's a myriad of others. Those are just some ones that I'm throwing out there. It's a little harder to maybe come up with an ROA, ROI. And I don't want people to beat themselves up saying, what is my return on this, this space I'm renting? You know, sometimes it's just the price of doing business kind of thing. Kind of those fixed costs as as we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. But you can take those costs, build them into your ROI overall puzzle that you're working on saying, for instance, you're wanting to start a business. You're looking to say, okay, well, I think I can sell this product for this. Here's going to be all my costs, including rent, insurance, office supplies, all that stuff, all going to be part of it. Um, so you could calculate your ROI that way. Yeah. In like a, an overall yeah, business ROI. Yeah. Kind and of there, overall. I know a lot of businesses that do that for one example, um, like Pillsbury, um, they used to completely judge all of their team on the ROI and they had a goal 
Oh yeah. Of a 25% ROI, which is really high for a yeah. large public company like that. Um, and they did, they calculated an overall business ROI, which is you know something that anybody could do just to see how they're performing in their business to compare to what they their expectations yeah. were when they started. Yeah. And so as other expenses fit into that puzzle, it's like, okay, are we are we being efficient? Is it creating efficiencies? And that's what I guess what we're getting into with other ways of ROI is other than the dollar, the ROI could be is it creating efficiency? Is it freeing up time to then uh, produce more sales, get more revenue? Is it freeing up your own time? You know, for instance, we talk a lot about this. New owners, they do everything. Mm-hmm. They do it all. And so if they're spending all this time bookkeeping and, and managing their staff and doing this and doing that, wearing all the hats in the company, they don't have time to actually grow the business or grow effectively. So is it freeing up your time to be able to then do those things to make sure that you can achieve um, better success? I guess others would be, it, is it giving you peace of mind? Like insurance is one I would right. say, you know, as you get insurance, there's risks out there. So you get the insurance to hopefully cover or pay for that risk if that happened. I mean, is there any other things that we should be thinking about, Danielle, as, that, as it relates to other forms of ROI? No, I think you covered them. It's really a time and efficiency. And I think I just had a brain fart. <laughs> That's what I think. Wow. Right here <laughs> on the show. Spa- fantastic thought in my mind and it just whew, flew away. Anyway. <laughs> well, with that. But, okay. So what? Okay. I remember now. That, those things are harder to like get your hands around and yeah. really kind of put an ROI to them, right? And I, if we talk about time, right? As you say, you know, does it free up your time? Does it allow you to do other things? And I think it, to me, it comes down to that um, that exercise of just keep digging deeper, keep digging deeper, ask the next question. Okay, is it freeing up your time? Okay, great. How much time is it freeing up? And what can you do with that time? Mm-hmm. And what could you accomplish with that extra time? Could you bring in more dollars? Could yeah. you hire more people? And just really like keep diving down until you can get down to exactly what number is a result of that time. Yeah. So I think so. So that was more of a brain fluff. Part. Oh, I like that. Thanks. Yeah, there we go. I'll only fluff my hair with that. There you go. There you go. I like it. So <laughs> You know, and the other thing too is on some of this stuff, we talked about this idea of sometimes, you know, that it with well, first two thoughts. One is another way to increase the ROI of something is to lower the expenses. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes people focus on that sales, that I gotta get more sales. Take a step back, look at your expenses. What are you spending money on that's not producing what it should be? Yeah. And that you can trim. Guess what? Immediate bottom line. Impact. immediate bottom line impact. I just talked to a client the other day, we're looking at all the loans that they're, they're dealing with. We can pay off a bunch and we're going to save like, you know, $20,000 in interest, immediate, immediate bottom line impact. Yeah. So, well, I think it, this concept, Darren, that um, we talked about is, is the cost of your expenses, something that you need to run your business at the core, or is it something you want? Yes. Are you paying more for something for your ego, for your image, what other people think of you, how it's going to get you, you know, in the marketplace? Or are you thinking of what do I need now to accomplish what I'm accomplishing? And what are my next goals as I'm proceeding forward in my future and my business 
what do I need to consider there as I'm spending now? Yes. Did I say that in a way? Uh, yes. No, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that, that is definitely something that needs to be considered. And it's a hard one. Yeah. It really is. But it, it's it's important. And, you know, the other thing I just wanted to point out, too, is sometimes with some of this, there's a step process. Like, for instance, getting a team on board. Oftentimes I tell people it's like a step going upstairs as you incur the cost of that team, you step your expenses up. Mm -hmm. Now you've got bandwidth to fill them and give them stuff to, you know, grow the business, increase sales, whatever. Well, as that bandwidth, as you hit it, then you now have to take the next step up. But again, it's those, it's when you hit those points, it's sitting down and saying, okay, what do I need? Can I realistically achieve the new sales? And what, you know, what other costs are going to be associated with bringing on that team member, new desks, all that, you know, all that other stuff, workers' comp, insurance increases, all that stuff. Okay, what's my cost into this? And can I reasonably get those sales to come in within a reasonable period of time to start recovering that cost? And if the end, as you do that, you might realize, you know what, we still have capacity. I've got people that are not doing everything that they should be doing, and I need to fill them with more stuff. Um, and and I, I would pause here and say, I know some people are saying, yeah, I only got people that work 90% of the time. They should be working 100%. We're humans, people. I mean, so you're not going to get someone to work 100% of the time. Expect that. That is an expectation. Uh, so anyways, just that's another thing is as you go through that, if you're doing that deep dive, that extra question, digging and digging, you may find that you already still have the capacity or you can trim or find more efficient options that don't require the new bigger cost or staff member or different things. Like right. That. Yeah. So like, is there a specific tech out there that can help you streamline some processes to free up some of that time yeah. or to automate some tasks? Become that more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. So again, there, as we talk about this, it's more than just the dollar. It's more than just this idea of, okay, I spend this, I better get this in return. There's so much more that goes into it. Uh, and so that's, that's really what ROI is about. We just, we want to make sure everybody's understanding that I, I do want to give one example before we close, Danielle. Uh, I know we've talked a little, thrown some math out there. It's probably hurt everybody's head. We've had a fart during the, this whole thing. I mean, this has been exciting, but Darren's got an example. Let me give you an example. I had a client worked with and many, many, many retail stores, lots of employees, Often she'd get asked the question, um, you know, hey, so-and-so wants a, a raise, 50 cents. She'd get upset. Now, I'm not saying that you should always give raises when people ask. That's not the point of this story. But here's, here's the point. If she would get upset and say, oh, I'm not giving her a raise. That just costs too much money. So I sat down one day and I went through the cost of her hiring. What it takes to hire someone, to train them, to then you know, have the manager's time training them and all of those other expenses that go into it and figured it out that it was costing her a year, $750,000 to, to rehire, hire, hire people because people would leave because they didn't feel they were getting paid enough. Now, again, I'm not suggesting when people ask for a raise, they deserve it. You need to have processes and places for that. But the point of it is, is sometimes we get so caught up on one thing that we don't do this, sit down and calculate what is, what is it really costing me? There was no ROI in that, in the sense that, well, there was, 
if we could retain people for an extra 50 cent, we are now lowering the cost. That's an ROI. That's a return, immediate return. Exactly. And so, again, just our, I guess our point is, is don't spend just to spend. Make sure you're spending for those things that are going to make you more efficient, improve your time, improve your sales, improve just everything, you know, what, what your business is about and that there's a return of some kind going on there. Yeah. We ask the critical questions yep. that no one, I mean, we don't want to, we want to be able to just, you know, move quickly because that's kind of how business is today. Right. Sometimes we have to, but, um, but yeah, we're just saying, suggesting pause for a minute and think through what is it going to give you back in return as you spend this money and where necessary, spend the extra time to really dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's your money. You've worked hard for it. Yeah. And we want, our goal is to help you keep that in your pocket as much as possible, yeah. not from a greedy standpoint, but as a reward for you with all the effort and love that you put into your business. We want to make sure that you're getting that back. And the risk that you're taking up. I mean, you know, I, I am so at awe of the, the risk that small business owners take. Sometimes they put their whole life's on the whole, you know, there's just so much, the risk that they take. And so you need to be rewarded. And that's what we're saying is really spend the time to understand this so that you can be rewarded for those risks. And if you need help with that, we're here to help. Absolutely. And so reach out to us, you know, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, uh, you can find us on our social media pages. We'll have links for those in our show notes. If you want help understanding this, understanding your profits, how you can increase those and manage those better. We are here to help. So please reach out to us. And so, and I guess the other thing, if you have any questions, we're always excited to answer our listeners' questions. If you have something that you feel Danielle and I can help you with, please send us your questions. We'd love to help. Yeah. If you have a particular project or equipment or employee or whatever that you just want somebody, you know, you kind of run through the numbers and you're not quite sure if they're right, if you're looking at it correctly. Shoot us a note, shoot us a DM, and we'd be happy to, you know, answer your questions. Take a look at it. Take a look yeah. at it for you. Take a look at it. Definitely. Well, until next time, everyone, I think we're we're wrapping this one up. So as we like to always say here, until next time, we wish you all the success possible in your entrepreneurial journey.